0: Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared,
1: And I'm Edwina.
0: And today we're continuing our Once More With Feeling, a Buffy of Vampire Slayer series. Today we are doing Season 1, Episode 9, The Puppet Show.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: First released on May 5th, 1997, directed by Alan S. Pressman, written by Rob Deshotel and Dean Patali. And... Well, this was an interesting one, wasn't it, Eddie?
1: Yeah. So this episode was the, you know, yeah, a monster of the week episode, but
0: Mm. no vampires,
1: no vampires, Uh, and you know, it's the possessed doll trope that you know, you're Chucky, you're Annabelle, yeah, um, but in the typical Joss Whedon style, it subverts your expectations. Yes, I didn't see this one coming.
0: No, I thought it was the (laughs) evil doll all along.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So it subverts your expectations, and I probably like this episode a lot more than I'd like to admit.
0: Really? So it was pretty good revisiting, revisiting this one.
1: You know what? This is the campiest like episode I think of. Like, it, it doesn't get much campier than this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, pretty up is, there, isn't this it? This is this is the height of the campness of this series, um, which I I actually really love. <laughs>
0: it's what you love about the show—the campiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so had you seen this episode? No,
0: no, no, never seen this one. So this was new to me, my first viewing, and uh, yeah, initial viewing. Was, yeah, so uh, yeah, was just okay. You know,
1: this is you know a full spoiler podcast, and mm-hmm. yeah. I've seen the series, and Jared. Hasn't really like what would you say? You haven't really. I think the later seasons you've probably seen. Yeah, more yeah. I don't of. think I've
0: seen any of these episodes to be honest. So these yeah. are all new to me. This is my first viewing. So um, uh, so Jared
1: go- has never sat down and watched the entire series, but I'm pretty sure he saw a lot of the last couple of seasons. To be mm-hmm. fair, yeah. <laughs> Did you want to do the synopsis? Oh,
0: we're going to jump right into the synopsis. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Let's uh, get on with it. So. In this episode, we are introduced to Snyder, the New School's principal, who puts Giles in charge of the talent show. They watch Morgan and his ventriloquist dummy, Sid. The act takes a turn for the better when Sid suddenly appears to develop a personality and starts making sarcastic comments. Snyder explains to Giles that he will run a safer, more disciplined school, but is interrupted by the discovery of Emily's body, whose heart has been cut out with a knife. The group splits up to interview people from the talent show to find the killer. Everything seems to point to Morgan. Buffy breaks into his locker where she finds nothing as Morgan and Sid secretly watch her. Sid tells Morgan that Buffy is the one, saying that her strength is evidence of it. Sid sneaks into Buffy's room as she sleeps, but the noise of his wooden feet wakes her up as she sees him. Very creepy, that scene. We're
1: going to do that.
0: We can save that for later. Giles suggests that the demon responsible might be needing the heart to keep a human guise, which means a demon could be anyone. In a library, just as Willow finds references to other possible explanations, animated dummies might have been harvesting organs to become humans, Sid disappears. While searching for Sid, Buffy finds Morgan's body missing the brain. A chandelier falls on her and Sid attacks, but during the fight, she realizes that Sid believes she is the demon and that we're both working for the same goal, to stop the demon. Sid explains that he is a demon hunter, cursed to dummy form until he kills the last of the brotherhood of seven demons who must harvest the heart and brain to remain in human form. Realizing the demon has what he needs, they theorize it will be moving on, and so its form will be that of whatever is missing from the talent show. Sid tells Buffy that once they kill the demon, he will die since his human body has long since crumbled to dust and bone. Buffy, Willow and Xander discover Morgan had brain cancer and therefore the demon should now be looking for someone with a healthy, smart brain, someone like Giles. At the talent show, Mark the magician tricks Giles into strapping himself to a guillotine, supposedly a magic prop. Buffy, Xander and Willow rush to rescue Giles and with Sid's help, they kill Mark, who was the demon, all along. Sid finishes the demon by driving a knife through his heart and collapses as his soul is freed from the dummy. The end. Start right, with this, the creepy dummy uh, uh, trope. So that's, yeah, that's something like, that's been done like, a lot of times. Do you find dummies creepy? I, yeah, those ventriloquist dummies, are, uh, I don't know. That whole act just seems so overdone. I, I'm surprised whenever you see someone still doing it, like, oh, someone is still doing that ventriloquist dummy thing—are we do people still like that? They must do. I don't know. People are doing I guess.
1: it. Yes, I think it's the skill of being able to throw your voice. That,
0: but it's that same sort of ventriloquist dummy, isn't it? What do you call those dummies? A marionette or no? A you just a... said
1: it, a rank ventriloquist dummy. There's That's no, what they're called.
0: There's probably a proper name for it. I probably should look that up. But uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, this episode reminded me of a TV series that came out in the late '80s called Something Is Out There. Have you ever heard of it or seen it? No. Or? Okay, it was, a, it was a mini-series that started off a, a whole series. which well, I didn't find out until recently. That's, that's actually how it started. Uh, as, I thought it was just a TV a mini, uh, mini, t- mini-series, but actually continued on with the series. Uh, had the girl, I can't, uh, what was her name? Uh, Miriam Dabo. Uh, she's probably most famous for being the Bond girl in uh, The Living Daylights, the one with Timothy Dalton. She was uh, the cello player. I don't know if you no, I it you was actually probably about. the first bond movie I saw at the cinemas, or I can remember seeing anyway uh, yeah so in this in this uh, series, it was like uh she was an alien who was like had a prison ship and an alien escaped from the prison ship and she landed on earth and uh the alien was called a xenomorph I find it used to morph itself into a human and things and there was an episode where they did the dummy thing where the dummy was like talking to a guy through the t v uh one of these creepy episodes. it made me think of that. Probably no one has ever seen this show before. I have no idea what I'm talking about. It was a weird series uh, played late at night. Uh, It was filmed in Australia, I think. So that's probably why it sort of was played a few times here. Um, Yeah. Something is out there. Go check it out, (laughs) maybe. Or don't.
1: Yeah. Um, I always got there's a little, like a bit of a noir vibe in this episode. Um, a what? You know, what vibe? Noir, like you know. Those, oh, noir. Yeah. Oh, the okay. old detective. I think it's um, might be just Sid's voice. The Fact that there's a bit of a mystery there as well. Also, you can see a bit of the Sam Rami um influence, with you know that uh the POV point of view shots, the yeah, point of yeah. view camera yeah. at the start of the movie. Yeah. The POV shot at the start of the show. Uh,
0: uh, speaking of the puppet's voice, uh, the guy who did it was called Tom Weiner, and uh, if you look at his IMDb page, he's basically voiced everything that's ever come <laughs> out. Everything from M Bison to uh, to the Street Fighter, Street Fighter Two um, uh, animated movie that came out, to uh, a Star a Star Wars movie. Uh, sorry, not a Star Wars movie, a Star Wars video game. If anyone's played the fighting game that was released on PS1, absolute horrible, one <laughs> of the worst games ever made. Um, most Star Wars fans will be aware of it. Uh, I never knew about it until years later. It's one of those things that uh, whenever a niche game it comes out, or niche style of game comes out, the uh, best way to respond is, how can we make a Star Wars version of it? So they made a Star Wars fighting game. and There's a there's a uh, a character called Haw in it uh, that was, uh, it was a, tu- a Tuscan Raider. And everyone remembers Hall from this game. And uh, there was also a a Gamma Raring, one of those peak characters called Thuck. But funny enough, if you watch it, it sounds like yeah, it sounds Darth like Vader they're... versus Thuck. <laughs> it sounded, <laughs> sounds like, that's Thuck, T-H-U-K. Thuck, Thuck I said. <laughs> it was hilarious. Darth Vader versus Thuck.
1: Yeah. Um, back to the, what we should be talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, Buffy which is yes. this Buffy episode. What did you like about this episode, Jared?
0: Um well the creepy thing with the you know, the, the puppets running around making those noises when he's running. <laughs> There's little quick footsteps you can hear as he's running around her bedroom, <laughs> very creepy. Yep.
1: And Buffy screams and jumps out of the bed like she is terrified. And she 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 turns into like a five year old girl in that scene. Yeah, funny
0: enough, apparently Sarah Michelle Gellar uh, reported she started having nightmares about puppets. I don't after blame this her. Episode.
1: <laughs> um. Yes, and I'll have to say one of my favorite parts of this is Giles at the start of this episode when he's in the amphitheater watching. Uh, I think Cordelia is singing "The Greatest Love of oh, All." Absolutely butchering, <laughs> butchering it. absolutely butchering it. By the way, she sings that again in um, "Angel."
0: The same way, or, or uh,
1: exactly the same yeah. way. Can't she sing,
0: or is, is she doing that on purpose?
1: I don't know, to be honest. Yeah, don't don't know. know. In that scene, the posture and look on Giles's face is exactly like what you look like when we're trying to watch Buffy.
0: Yeah. The, so- the past, the, face the, past of defeat. the
1: past couple of episodes. Yeah, and the other thing I'd say also, like I know Giles is the one putting on the puppet show, but I was like, wouldn't that be the drama teacher's job?
0: Uh, I guess it would be. I uh, know, was he eaten or something, or was?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed kind of weird that Giles was. i are gonna
0: get Giles involved in the story somehow. Make Yeah, him yeah. Well, him they the had to. Show. Well, they had.
1: Well, they had to get the Scoobies and Giles. The Scoobies, and Scooby Gang. Who are they? Oh, um, Willow, Xander, and Buffy. They call themselves the Scooby Gang. Do they? I think it's a bit later on. That okay,
0: they... I've, I've never never noticed them call themselves that. Okay.
1: Oh, they they haven't yet called themselves that. Oh, well, they, they will go. eventually. That's why I haven't they noticed. They will
0: eventually start calling themselves the Scoobs. Funny enough, that Sarah Michelle Gellar actually played Daphne in Scooby Doo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All comes full circle. Uh, yes,
1: and.
0: Oh, yeah, and Principal Snyder also.
1: Oh, great. Now, this is the introduction of Principal Snyder, who is wonderful in this episode.
0: And the actor's probably better known as Quark yeah, from uh, Babylon 5 or the Star Trek spin offs. I don't know if he was actually ever in. No, I think he wasn't in I think the he next episode. I yeah. think he was in a few of the. Yeah, actually, Star no, Trek. he was because I remember he commented how ugly the humans are.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ugly humans.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he's great in this episode. He's. I, I think my favourite part is at the end where he's like, "I don't get it." <laughs> he's watching it. I don't get it. Yes. Is it avant garde?
0: <laughs> yeah. Funny how that actor, like, even though it's got all that makeup on, I recognised him straight away. Yeah. as being the Babylon Five guy, a, a Quark. I, uh, I'm not a huge fan of of uh, of the Star Trek universe, so I've watched a fair bit. Um, but I knew straight away that that was the actor who played that character, even um, with all that makeup on.
1: Now, I don't have a is it actually I reckon I could I'm going to I don't have a quote that is um could be Shakespeare or the Bible, but that in credit scene where they're doing the scene on stage is that Shakespeare or the Bible?
0: <laughs> um I know the answer to this because I looked it up. Isn't it Greek mythology they're doing? <laughs> or was it? Uh, yeah,
1: it's a Greek tra- <laughs> it's a Greek tragedy, Oedipus yeah, Rex. That's right. Yes. Uh but funnily enough Joss Whedon had like it was removed from the reruns. Because yeah. It, um, and Joss,
0: it's the only episode that have the rolling credits with the actors in and not with the ending with the the theme song of the show. Apparently, yeah. too.
1: Um. Yeah. It. They got a note from the from the producers saying, or from the studio saying, we realize that it's Shakespeare, but does he have to talk about sleeping with his mother? The ancient Greek play *Oedipus Rex* was actually written by the playwright so- so- so-
0: Socrates
1: Sophroses I cannot pronounce it. About two thousand years before Shakespeare. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, funny t- about t- that.
0: Test the time of the tales. Yes.
1: Yes. So, um, but also that *Oedipus Rex*, possibly people say, is foreshadowing for things that happen in. In Angel,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but it also deals with, like, prophecy. Yeah, it's, you know, that old, you know, in trying to change the future, you cause the future to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so this is pretty much, you know, you try to change. Causality, yeah. Yeah, so you try to change the pros- prophecy, but you end up making the prophecy come come about, <laughs> yeah, which comes up quite a bit in future episodes of Buffy as well. And, and Angel. Yeah. So. Yeah. So do we want to go to question time? Alright, let's
0: roll into the questions. Oh yeah. Get those questions.
1: Question time.
0: Answer the question.
1: <laughs> Alright. Which character was your favorite?
0: Um I guess maybe the puppet. Yes, yeah, Sid, uh, Sid. Sid. Yeah, give it to Sid. Yeah, I'd give favorite. it to Sid too. Yeah.
1: Even though he's like it's such a campy concept. concept. <laughs>
0: It's been done so many times, but um well I suppose now it seems a bit more tacky. I suppose at the time it would you No, know, I think at the time it was tacky. Yeah. No,
1: no, it's always been tacky. What was the most memorable fight scene?
0: Uh probably Buffy in a bedroom. Well not really a fight <laughs> scene I guess, but uh the uh yeah, the little pitter patter yeah. of of uh of uh, feet running around. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, and sit in the window. I actually kinda giggled at that. Yeah. Um Yeah, mine's probably yeah Buffy under the chandelier with Sid and Sid and her fighting, and it's like so bad it's good. And yeah, Yeah, you've got the dummy holding like it's the way that it's shot. It's just yeah the dummy holding 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 the knife. Yeah, and then you see the knife touch the ground. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: LOL moment.
0: Uh, I guess the 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 intro of. um, of, uh... Schneider? No, no, of uh, C- Cordelia singing the song. Oh, <laughs> singing yeah. The Greatest love of, all. love of All. yeah, okay. I think I'll go with that, yeah.
1: Okay, uh, yeah, I was going to say when the camera, like, is panning across the face of Willow, Xander and Giles as Sid is explaining how he, like, ended up the way that he is. Because <laughs> they're both all just looking absolutely terrified and by this point they've been thinking that Buffy's off out of her mind like Mm -hmm. like they've been spending the whole episode saying there's there's no such thing you know it's not the dummy it's not the dummy
0: it's kind of kind of stupid them saying that because of all the stuff they've gone through why would that seem that that unbelievable A, a, a demon taking over the internet you know so what why would a dummy taking on a human form of trying to kill people? Yeah, that would sound but always it happens,
1: it happens a lot where they, like Buffy says, I think it's this, and everyone's like, no, no, no you're wrong. Even though
0: you're right every other time, we think this time you're wrong. <laughs>
1: yes. Like it happens to Buffy constantly. Mm. Like no one takes her claims. It's Yeah, no <laughs> one takes her claims seriously. Um, and she's... And of course, and she's always right. She's Mm. always in the right. Like, she has really good instincts. Yeah. And no one ever trusts them. No. So, and she's like, it's definitely the dummy. The dummy is creeping her out. I think this is also the first time we hear the term Wiggins as well. Wiggins. Wiggins. Who said that? Uh, Buffy.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember saying that.
1: Oh, yeah. She says it at the start. Oh, Actually, I've got it as my quote, so. Oh, okay. Save that. Yep. (laughs) Who gets the wooden spoon?
0: Uh, I guess we'll have to give the demon the wooden spoon, maybe.
1: Yeah. Mark. Yeah, he's a little, he's a bit incompetent.
0: Uh, maybe a toss-up between Mark and... Morgan. And Morgan, yeah. Yeah. But I probably feel, so, feel more sorry for Morgan. Like, the
1: guy has seven, like, come on, this demon has seven years to collect his hearts and brains. Like, hmm. he could do a little research.
0: Yeah. Picks at one place where the Slayer is. Maybe yeah. two, a little further away from the Hellmouth.
1: <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Move away from the hellmouth. Good idea. Mm. Favorite scene?
0: I guess maybe the, the the scene at the end where they're they're fighting the demon and they got Giles is in the in the guillotine. Oh, okay. And he's saying, "Oh, this looks a bit too real." You know, getting himself strapped in. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I like the scene with Giles um, where Cordelia is talking to him and he just wants to get get rid of her, so he starts looking at her. In a weird way, like he's about to say something and she's like, what, what? And he's like, there's, there's something in your hair. And she runs off going, my hair, my hair. Well,
0: that was actually going to be my quote. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess it'll be my quote. Is that next?
1: Yeah. Um, no, Least Favourite Scene is
0: next. I guess maybe the ending where they're doing the play. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: All right, I was going to say all the horny dummy jokes.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, favorite quote.
0: Well, that was gonna be uh, your hair. There's something in your hair. <laughs> and she like, just completely freaks out. Yeah. as a little okay. Cordelia freak out moment.
1: Yeah. Um mine is Willow and Buffy, where Buffy's like, Ugh, they give me the wigs. Well, they give me the wiggins ever since I was little. And then Willow was like, What happened? I saw a dummy, it gave me the wig wiggins. There really wasn't a story there.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: All right, um, who's the MVP of this episode?:
0: I guess Sid's got to be the MVP, I think.:
1: Yeah, uh look, he does bring up you know your themes of the noble death as well, which also mm, you know yeah, sacrificing, sacrifice yeah, yeah, the noble sacrifice, uh which comes up quite a bit in Buffy and Angel.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, give it to him. Yep.
1: yeah, um, but then again, I could probably give Buffy a few points. Yeah, that one as well, mainly because she, oh no, well, no, because she's, she's not, she works out that there's something going on with Sid, but yeah. Um, what do you rate this episode out of 10?
0: I'll give it a four possessed ventriloquist dolls out of 10.
1: Yeah. How many? Sorry. Four. Four? Really? Four? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to rate this one a bit higher. I'm going to go seven tumor filled brains. Ooh, nice. (laughs) And yeah. Do you have anything else to say about this episode?
0: Uh, it wasn't much of a mystery. I kind of worked out it was a magician pretty early, didn't I?
1: Actually, yeah, you did work out pretty early on. You am <laughs> like, oh, it's the magician. Well, there's a, well, there was only really one other person yeah, yeah. that they kept showing, and it was the, like, the, uh, from the talent show. If they had have shown a few more people from the talent show, it might have been a yeah. bit less obvious. Yeah.
0: No, I guess that's straight away. Oh, yeah, it's the magician. Who else?
1: Yeah. But that was after, and the magician's like completely incompetent hmm. throughout the entire, like, every time you see him, he's doing a trick that isn't working.
0: Yeah yeah
1: so yeah he's like he is a pretty incompetent demon demon as yeah. well,
0: definitely a wooden, so, wooden spoon
1: like why why would you put yourself as a teenage boy
0: <laughs> <laughs> in Don't the
1: school th- on the Hellmouth, with the slayer and and there just happens to be this demon hunter,
0: so the story can happen.
1: <laughs> what is it? Get off my back on that?
0: would you get off that thing <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, this episode also goes into like what a lot of them are scared of, like their fears. Um, uh, their you know you see, well, you see Xander get scared of the mime. you see that Willow suffers really bad stage fright.
0: Oh yes, yeah, yeah yeah, yep. yeah she met at the end she just ran off.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, but the fact that when they were talking about like they were like, oh, you could play the piano and then we could sing try to sing along. And she was like, oh, in front of people? No, I can't play the piano. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it all comes up in the next episode, funnily enough, which is called Nightmares.
0: Right. Uh, oh, okay.
1: Um Yeah. And the fact that, yeah, she's afraid of dummies. Mm. But that isn't in the other episode. But yeah, the the mime thing that looks like a clown does come up in the next episode.
0: Oh, look forward to that.
1: Yeah. So.
0: All right, well, I think
1: it's now time to let go. That
0: wraps it up for this week. We are Nerd Subculture. You are Nerd Subculture. Why are Nerd Subculture?
1: Why are Subculture? Why are Nerd Subculture? (laughs) Uh, What is it like? Subscribe. Follow. Share. share. Yes,
0: do everything, all the things that must be done to keep the show going. We're powering through this up to episode 10. Getting through this really quickly. Mm -hmm. All and right. Take care, girl. Ar- Bye. Bye.